Hello and welcome. This is Mindful Manifesting Show number 24, Perfecting Procrastination. Thank you for joining us. This is Ariana Rollins, founder of School of Self-Revolution. A little bit about why School of Self-Revolution exists. It gives you tools to overwrite your history so you're no longer subject to it and are free to proceed, whether it is on projects you want to accomplish or free to be you, who you truly are. The curriculum is based on remarkable brain science proven by over tens of thousands of people who have solved significant life problems that they consider to be impossible. After only a few months, they solved them. The core of it came from an MIT engineer who built a working model of the human brain, and he studied it to see what went wrong when people set goals and weren't successful. Well, he brought his engineering training and combined it with psychology to get inside the black box. He saw what motivated humans and most importantly, what blocked humans. Then after a near-death experience, he met his spiritual self. Immediately, his priorities in life changed. He went from being a pretty hardcore businessman to meditating two hours daily. In his meditations, he was shown a way to harmonize all parts of the brain so that inside, instead of people experiencing self-sabotage, they were staying on track to achieve their personal and professional goals. So the school teaches you how to use this psycho-spiritual technology to retrain your brain so you're able to accomplish your intentions, connect with deep peace, improve relationships, and feel confident and empowered. While we're waiting for others to join us, please get a pencil, pen, and paper to get ready for the interactive part of the call. So today's training was inspired by a conversation with a client. And he was talking about how procrastination has been a lifelong pattern of his, and he's so done with it. And yet, he said he was procrastinating on solving the problem with procrastinating. Imagine that. So you're going to discover in this radio show when procrastination is not really procrastination. It may be serving your higher intention. And then we're going to look at when it's sabotaging you. So we're going to talk about three ways procrastination could come up. First, procrastination can actually be a creative problem-solving method. It can be a success strategy, and it happens in this way. If you're someone who has, it takes time, they need time to come up with a solution. Maybe you're in a business where you have to produce new materials. Maybe it's articles, uh, new trainings, or maybe you're a graphic artist and or you're a copywriter. If you're in the field of creativity, maybe you're even a painter or an author and you've got a project. Well, it could be that you don't exactly know how you want to start it. You don't exactly know what you want it to look like. So what you can do is you kind of put it in uh, a mixing pot. And let's say in your unconscious mind, you've got the outline, the vision of what you want, and you put it in there. And then you wait for your guidance to happen, to come, where you may have an inspiration in the middle of the night 
and you say, wow, that's it. That's the name of the book, or that's that's the way to start the painting, or that's the article I need to write, that's it. And you may hurriedly scribble down some notes. Well, that is not really procrastination, is it? That's really a success habit, and it looks like you're procrastinating. Now, if it causes you stress, and maybe you wait too long, and it's the day before you have to produce something, well then we might be leading into procrastination where it could be a sabotaging pattern. So let's talk about that. So this is the second form of procrastination. This is where you don't know exactly why you're putting it off. It may not be a creative success habit, you just feel like this overwhelming dread every time you think about having to handle something. In the United States, a lot of people experience this in producing the necessary forms and, and documentation to file their taxes. Now, procrastination in that case could be truly sabotage because if you're waiting to the last minute to produce your taxes, you could be making mistakes. So if we're thinking of procrastination as a sabotaging method, you can do something about it. And this is how you can start. So please grab your paper and pencil and I'll give you a quick um, starter spark to start to analyze a little bit more about where procrastination in the self-sabotage manner is impacting you. So I'm going to walk you through a grounding exercise and basically what it does is it helps you to disconnect from your thinking mind, your rational mind, your conscious mind and become more peaceful and present in your body. And I like to think of the unconscious mind as it lives in your body. So you'll have access to those more subtle, deeper, more knowing parts of you. So I'd like you to, if you're in a place where you can close your eyes, please don't do this if you're listening to this driving. I'd like you to close your eyes and sit up. Sit up tall, feet flat on the floor. And I'd like you to take a just to give yourself a few moments, take these moments for yourself to disconnect from the outside world and feel more deeply into your inner body. Feel that peacefulness. Good. Now I'd like you to take a deep breath in of peace and calming. Exhale out the other part of your day. Good. Now picture yourself in a beautiful nature scene. Maybe you're at the mountains, you're at the top of a mountain. You're walking in nature and there's big trees around you. Or maybe you're at the seaside. I'd like you to picture yourself in that scene and I'd like you to breathe in that high quality air. And exhale out the earlier part of our conversation about this talk, about this show. Let it go. Very good. Notice your feet flat on the floor. And imagine at the bottom of your feet your own unique, deep, broad roots. And imagine following one of those unique, deep, broad roots that are coming from the bottom of your feet, kind of like tree roots. Imagine you can follow that. 
and imaginarily you see a circle of light, plant one of those roots in that circle of light, grounding you, signifying you are there. Now give yourself permission to release any tension that you're holding in your body, any thoughts or feelings that aren't helping you right now. Let it go. Let it drop and flow out of the bottom of your feet into the soil of the earth below. You might feel a bit of tingling in the bottom of your feet. Allow anything that's holding on in your cells, that's resisting the love and light, that's truly who you are, allow that to go. Release it, good. Bring your attention to the center of your chest, right above your heart. And imagine that you can ask a question there and you'll get an answer. It might be in the form of a vision, like an image, a memory, or it could be the form of words, sounds, or a feeling in your body. Take whatever you get. And if you don't get anything, that just means that you don't have enough peacefulness going on in your body and that you've got some um, resistance going on. And that's how we all start. Not to worry with it, no worry about it. Just keep flowing with the exercise. So focusing on the center of your chest, ask, please show me a memory where I felt relaxed, fulfilled, satisfied, peaceful, maybe even loved. And when you see that image, I'd like you to ask a question. True self, were you present in that memory? And you get kind of an intuitive yes, or you'll get nothing, or you might even get a no. If you get a yes, ask this, true self, was I aware of your presence in that memory? Good. Now, when you're ready, you can gently open your eyes. A little bit of understanding of why I ask those questions. First, your true self, your higher self, could be considered your soul, a seat of your integrity, is always present. It's always trying to get a moment to guide you to more successfulness, peacefulness, love, presence. But a lot of times we don't hear it, do we? So that's why I asked if you were aware of its presence. Good job. So now I'd like you to close your eyes again and focus on the area of your chest, around your chest. And I'd like you to ask, please show me a recent memory over the last few days or last week when I was procrastinating. Now again, it'll come up in a subtle form. You might see a vision, memory, might get some words. It might be just a project title or something. Take whatever you get. Open your eyes now and write that down. Good. If you need time, just pause if you're listening to the recording. All right, so now I'd like you to focus on that area and say, is there something that is sabotaging me and why I'm not moving forward on this. Some self-sabotage going on. And you'll more than likely get an instant yes um, or nothing. If you get a yes, I'd like you to take that piece of paper and put it to one side because that means you have what we would call a, an energetic blocker running. 
and we don't have the time in this show to clear it, but I will give you a resource at the end of the show what to do about it. But at least you've got the memory, which is fabulous. I'll take you one step further. As you focus on that situation, I'd like you to gently notice in your body, are you feeling any tenseness or anything kind of changed? Are you feeling pain as you think about it at that moment? Maybe your shoulders are feeling like railroad ties or the middle of your back, there's a piercing pain or maybe something really odd, the bottom of your feet are burning. Whatever it is that's not normal for you, I'd like you to write that down and title that body feelings. Now these are the feelings that are associated with that blocker. And you now have the keys to the kingdom to be able to clear that blocker and turn around self-sabotage into taking action and appropriately moving forward on something without the you know without unnecessary pressure and stress. Good job. Now open your eyes. So that's the way to track down a self-sabotaging blocker that's causing procrastination. Let's talk about the third type of procrastination. Now the third type of procrastination is really quite practical. It could be that you need access to some tools or you need somebody's help. You truly just don't know how to get started. This happens a lot for me. When I have um, my really amazing webmaster, partner, business partner, he'll often come to me with just what I need to help inspire the creativity or a tool that I didn't know that I needed. Because how do you know that you need something unless you actually experience it? So this type of procrastination truly is an unmet, unfulfilled need. You need help. So if you have access to someone who just seems to have a highly trained intuition or they're more skilled than you in particular areas, I suggest you get on the phone with them, send an email and say, this is what's going on. Do you have any ideas? And if they do, fabulous, you've solved the problem. Now you're back in action. So if you think about the title of this radio show is, you know, um, perfecting procrastination is quite funny, isn't it? But now you've learned the three forms of procrastination as I see it. And one could be, it's a success strategy. Your creative part just hasn't kicked in yet to give you the beautiful, complete solution to the problem. Or it could be truly self-sabotage and it's a blocker running. Or third, you just need some input. You just need some help. You may just need someone standing beside you for some emotional support and fortitude. And by the way, don't go to people for emotional support who are not capable of providing it. That can also be a self-sabotage form. Going to someone who is just incapable of feeling compassion or connecting with you and having any kind of empathy, well, it's only going to accelerate and exacerbate, like putting oil on a fire, your feelings of not being equipped and capable 
to handle whatever you're procrastinating on. So as we start to wrap up, I'm hoping that was helpful for you. And you can now start to think of procrastination a little bit differently. It might be perfect for you. I'd like to remind you as we wrap up the show, you know, I don't bring anything new to you. What I do is give you the tools and the strategies that you can apply, apply to any situation that's not ideal, to make it more enhancing, to help you solve problems, to get to that greater peacefulness, love and joy and presence in your life. Essentially, I'm a guide to help you unleash the power of your true self. As we wrap up again, you know that we can't control what happens to us. But this I know is that we can control the meaning we give something. When we control the inner story we, that we tell ourselves as we go through life, we become master of our world our inner world. You then have the edge. You have the advantage because you're able to rewrite, reframe, and re-empower yourself in any and all situations, whether it's something that's happened to you in your history or it's something that's happening to you right now in this moment. You can apply all that we teach in the School of Self-Revolution to transform the meaning that you've given life experiences. I invite you to take time for yourself this year to learn effective strategies that enable you to become the director of your mental state so you decide how your life will be and not your history. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I appreciate you and a little PS. I said I'd mention to you that we don't have time right now to go into the strategy to actually clear a self-sabotaging blocker, but I will tell you there's a resource if you go to schoolofselfrevolution.com and you click on the tab Manifest Now, there is a course Master the Basics of Manifesting and in there you will learn how to take that situation that I guided you to see with those blocker body feelings and overwrite and heal and resolve that self-defeating habit pattern. It's a pretty fabulous program, very easy to learn and you can start working on it right now. Don't procrastinate on this. Take action. Take charge. Bye for now, sending you off with much love, peace, and joy that your arms can hold. Bring that into your heart now.